0: Hey, Seattle hockey fans, happy Friday. We are coming to you right after not only do the Seattle Kraken get a 5-1 win, but Shane Wright, on his birthday, helps Canada to a consecutive World Juniors gold Metal. Now we'll talk about that a little bit more next week, actually, because we have for you a pre recorded show. It's a squad cast with Ty Dane Gonzalez from Locked On Mariners. That's right. We're going to talk Winter Classic at T Mobile Park. That's coming up on Locked On Kraken. You are Locked On Kraken. Daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? It feels pretty good to be a Seattle sports fan. Of course, we were keeping tabs on Shane Wright, but I know that there are a lot of other Seattle-based players that won gold for Canada. Congrats to all of them, including, of course, our very own Shane Wright and captain of this Canadian team at World Juniors. They were able to survive Czechia. They were up 2 nothing, and then Chequia late in the third gets two goals to take it to overtime. But ultimately, it would be Canada that brings home gold. Like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit more Monday because I have a pre-recorded show for you. We are going to welcome in Ty Dane Gonzalez for a squad cast episode, giving you a little bit more of our thoughts on the Winter Classic. Now... Fun fact, and you'll hear it throughout the interview, but Ty and I actually recorded this before yesterday's game in Toronto, but Ty Dane Gonzalez was there. He went to his first ever hockey game, and it happens to be in Toronto, the Seattle Kraken in town, and I don't know, Ty, you might be a good luck charm. Without further ado, here is my Squadcast episode with your Locked on Mariners host, Ty Dane Gonzalez. All right, Seattle sports fans, we are here with a very special crossover episode, or as I like to say, on Locked on Kraken, a squad cast. I am joined by Ty Dane Gonzalez, host of Locked on Mariners. That is your daily podcast uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Excuse me. I'm so excited to talk with you, Ty. I know we've crossed paths in our little virtual studios a time or two, but this is the first time that we're hopping on the microphone and doing an episode together. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Erica. Thank you so much for the invite to uh, do this. I'm looking forward to talking hockey. I've been following the Kraken all year long, watching basically every game. Uh, so I know the frustrations. I, I I I I know the ups. I know the downs. I know all of it. And I've uh, I got to thank you because you know I'm a newer hockey fan, and I locked on Kraken's one of my uh, biggest resources for learning the game. So oh, that's very kind. Uh, yeah, I especially, you know, love the episodes with uh, with Allison Lucan. She's oh, great. Yes. She's excellent. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just, yeah, just watching this team uh, over the last uh, couple months here has been a lot of fun. So looking forward to talking about that. Looking uh, forward to talking some M's and uh, some Winter Classic potentially.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, we're going to start with the goods first. Uh, the Winter Classic. Now, I'm sure you've heard the rumors. You had heard the rumors before the official announcement as of, at the time of this recording earlier this week. But we've been hearing it's going to be Kraken, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, There had been a few different uh, locations thrown out, but we know that it's officially official. We will be taking the ice at T-Mobile Park. So that, of course, is very familiar terrain and territory to you and your your listeners. Um, What were your initial reactions when you heard that the Winter Classic was not only coming to Seattle, but that it was coming to t-mobile
1: oh, i was super pumped because again like I, i'm a newer hockey fan but i'm i'm very aware of the winter classic i've been aware of it for a long time and i love the whole aesthetic of it i love the you know the old school vibe i love like the the brown pads and all that stuff it's yeah. awesome i love the jerseys so i'm like through the roof excited about it plus i love the kraken sweaters i uh, love the uh, reverse retro and like I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with uh with the new jersey and all that stuff so really pumped about that and there's no you know more beautiful place uh to host this event than uh, than t-mobile park one of the best uh ballparks in all of baseball if not the best and so i'm just yeah i'm beyond thrilled that they uh they were able to uh work this out and make this thing happen
0: Yeah, I've been to Teep mobile Park a time or two well before I even started the Locked on Kraken podcast. It is absolutely beautiful. Love it there. I also think, and maybe I'm biased because I am a New York Metropolitans fan through and through, but there's just some baseball parks where – they're not even conducive in my opinion <clears throat> Yankees to baseball mm. Let alone anything else like they're not Comfortable they're not open but T-Mobile Park has a great flow that's What you want especially for a winter classic Where everyone's you know chugging hot Chocolate and coffee to stay <laughs> warm Um, You know and the sight lines Are beautiful but before we get into where we're Actually going to play I do want to ask you about Two other locations That I heard were in the mix Your thoughts on that and why you think T-Mobile Won, uh, won out so one is a husky stadium so that's mm. a pretty fantastic view from there not gonna lie and mm. i hear that washington football games can get pretty raucous and pretty loud so there's that and then essentially like you know uh, a stone's throw away is lumen Fields, which was another um option that we'd been hearing tossed mm. about uh what are your thoughts and again why do you think t-mobile won out
1: so you know i i, I i'm not involved in those decision making processes so i don't really know like what's best aesthetically and what's the most convenient for a hockey viewing experience in general actually i've never been to a hockey game i'm going to my first hockey game Ooh, tomorrow i live in right. toronto going to see a crack maple Leafs <laughs> yeah. tomorrow so that's gonna be cool uh but so i don't really know what would be best for a hockey viewing experience but i feel like You know lumen field is such a huge stadium that if you're going to be selling all those seats that there's going to be you know no one's going to have interest in watching hockey from like (laughs) you know a million miles in the sky right uh you know husky stadium um that's a really you know beautiful place but i think at the end of the day uh the mariners and also you know you gotta think that these two teams are very intertwined with the root sports connection and and all that obviously mariners own root sports so there's there's a deep connection uh there already and so i think it just made the most sense at the end of the day to uh to bring it to t-mobile park and you know, i know that they've put it at, at a few football stadiums in the past the winter classic but i feel yeah. like it works best in a, in a baseball stadium just because of the uh, the classic feel of it all and and just you know everything that goes into it so i think it's just a perfect match uh for them to uh to make it happen at timo
0: yeah i love that you know this is a time where calling baseball America's pastime really fits into the vibe to your point. (laughs) So I love that. Uh, Yeah. We've, we've seen it at Gillette and places like that, but we also have seen that there is an uptick in baseball stadium. I think uh, Coors field has been there. We know that city field hosted. um, We, we just saw that Fenway that looks super cool. Uh, Fenway uh, got to host this year. Um, So yeah, I like the vibes. You mentioned the throwback though. So I mentioned, Mm. I, I am a new york metropolitans fan but of gotta course love the mets
1: get a home uh, run baby gotta love the mets
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotta love the mets um but then of course there's the seattle metropolitans the first ever seattle mm. and team to win the stanley cup now you talked about the reverse retros and whatnot uh, a lot of people are thinking that we might go for the Seattle Metropolitans look for the outdoor classic. But we've also seen that teams, maybe if not on the ice, but for warmups, they go retro- with an old-school baseball uniform uh, with the with the pants up, socks out. That's mm. how we got to do it. Um, mm. So I, I want to know, first, if we were to do a tossback, an homage to the M's, mm. is there a particular uniform or era that you think would really fit into a winter classic vibe?
1: so a lot of people a lot of people hate this but i <laughs> i love i love like the the rookie griffy uh yes, jerseys like yes, you know the yes. griffy rookie card where he's wearing the oh, yeah yes. with the hat with the yes yeah, yeah yeah like those uniforms are are my favorites of the mariners i've i've wanted them to go back to the to the royal and gold for so long yes. and it's never going to happen and <laughs> everyone calls me an idiot on twitter whenever i talk about it
0: i, I know exactly what you're talking about i love those but uh, I, 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 would, also, like, I would love, love that griffy so there's that Ken yeah Ken well both of them but ken griffey jr in particular. <laughs> so
1: i i would i would love something that that paid homage to that or maybe the trident
0: <laughs> yes i was thinking you about know? that too that i feel like it fits into our theme our vibe mm. you know that could work
1: yeah you know the the mariners though i mean like they they came in at, you know in the late 70s so they right. don't have they don't necessarily have that classic feel that like you know sure. going back to finway feels like you know yeah. that's just a little bit different you know that's like legacy team type stuff uh but i think there 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 could be a way to to incorporate some of the old school mariners uh look into it or or maybe just you know pay homage to uh to seattle sports in general let's get yeah. some sonics you know influence yeah. in there or something like Ooh. that let's, let's let's make it
0: happen I think yeah, I think you're right. There's probably going to lean into more of the Seattle history. I still think we're going to save the Seattle Metropolitans throwback for after we've at least made a playoff run. I think that makes a lot of sense. I know a lot of people are chomping at the bit to see it. It's a it's a really nice throwback, mm-hmm. um, but I agree with you. There's not really that. Hundred-year-plus history between, obviously not with us, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and and not with the M's yet. But you know what? I I'm curious, Ty, what that means as far as this particular Winter Classic, because we're also competing against the Vegas Golden Knights. So you know, they're they're if not for us, they are the the brand new kid. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how they interpret. Kind of the the classic part of mm-hmm. the Winter Classic thing. So, but coming up next, I want to talk a little bit more about the event that will happen, the big event that's going to happen at T Mobile Park prior to the Winter Classic. You might know a thing or two about, uh, you know, an all star game that's happening, including a Swingman Classic. So, I want to talk about that. We'll get into it with Ty Dane Gonzalez of Locked On Mariners coming up next. Thank you as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I hope you're enjoying my conversation with Ty. I think you can tell we had a good time with it and there is more to come. But right now, I want to let you know that this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Built Bar. If you are looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. That's right real chocolate and i'm not exactly sure how they do this but you only get 130 calories 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein now it used to be that we would send you to built.com and you can still get your Built bars there but you can also find them at walmart or sam's club that's right you can head to the nearest walmart today walk into the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of the cookies and cream, the double chocolate, which is my personal favorite or coconut puff. And if you're close to Sam's club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors like brownie batter. Oh, brownie batter is so freaking good. So we tell you, when you grab a built bar, you're not going to be disappointed. So either head to built.com, Sam's Club, or to your local Walmart and grab yourself some built bar. Happy snacking! And now, Let's get you, or I should say, before I get you to the next part of my interview with Dane Gonzalez, I want to remind you about Locked on NHL Prospects with Hattie Kalakesh. I've been talking about this podcast for a really long time. Actually, Hattie, his first introduction to the Locked on Network was on Locked on Kraken, and we talk a lot about Shane Wright and Maddie Beneers. It's a really good time, especially coming off of the heels of World Juniors, to start talking Prospects and Hadi's got you over on locked on NHL prospects. Okay, now let's head over to the rest of my conversation with Ty Dane Gonzalez. All right, Ty, we got your initial reactions to the Winter Classic coming to T Mobile Park. But before we get to transform, likely the outfield, into an, a hockey rink. T-Mobile Park is going to bring the best of the best of Major League Baseball to Seattle this summer in the 2023 All-Star Weekend. So it's just like back-to-back here uh, for Seattle. Uh, I'm sure you've talked about it on your podcast, but for the Locked on Kraken fans, what's the buzz as we are now within the year? We are months away from the All-Star festivities coming to T-Mobile.
1: Ah, oh, the all-star game is such a beautiful event. And, you know, they they hosted it when it was called Safeco Field back in uh, 2001. And obviously I'm biased, but that's my favorite all-star game of all time. I was like five years old when they had that. And I videotaped that thing on VHS. And I probably watched that thing like eight or nine times. Cal Ripken's home run, all that stuff. It's great. There's a lot of legacy involved in that. And it's going to be great to, uh, to bring the all-star game back uh, to T-Mobile Park to have the uh, home run derby of course that's going to be a lot of fun and i think uh, one julio rodriguez barring Oof. you know any sort of injury is uh, likely going to participate in that so that should be a, a lot of fun uh and the uh they recently added the uh the mlb draft uh to the uh, all-star week uh as well uh, as of uh, a couple of years ago so the mlb draft will uh will undergo there as well and the mariners have three top 30 selections in that draft so they're going to be pretty active on the first night so uh yeah
0: i love that Kraken Mariners locking up the draft picks <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely
1: absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> they uh yeah a lot of young stars right now in Seattle with Julio with Maddie B oh, soon to be Shane Wright like it's it. it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a lot of it's a really fun time to be a uh to be a C or to be a Seattle sports fan in general Seahawks uh got a lot of young guys that are coming up too it's just uh, there's a lot of fun stuff happening right now uh but yeah you know with all-star week it's gonna be it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be a buzz in that city. This is something that I think the city really, uh, really needs and deserves. Uh, especially with the way that the Mariners are, are starting to get themselves back on the map right now, I think there's just no better time for the All Star Game to be in Seattle uh, with guys like Julio and, and Cal Raleigh. It's just going to be. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and. I'm going to try my best to get out there. I'm really going to try my best to get out there. So there might be some uh, some Lockdown Mariners stuff happening Ooh. in uh, Seattle around the All-Star game. We'll see. We'll see. You know, not it. promising anything, but I- I'm going to try. I'm going to try.
0: I hear that. I hear that. All right. Kraken crew, this is what we have to do. We're gonna manifest that for locked on mariners. We want good vibes <laughs> there. We're gonna manifest that for them. We believe in manifestation over here. Appreciate <laughs> y'all. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and I think again, I mentioned that um, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. is such an iconic just baseball legend in general, but has made his way back to the Mariners. And he announced that there's going to be the first ever swingman classic. So you're really going to have an opportunity if you do make it out there or anyone else that's able to go, there's really going to be kind of two all-star games. It's obviously Mm -hmm. the MLB all-star game and home run uh, derby, but then also HBCU, of course, for those who don't know, stands for historically black college and university. And so Ken Griffey Jr. This is his way of working with MLB and the MLB PA to get more black Athletes and athletes of color into the sport and, and profiling them, showcasing mm-hmm. them right alongside the MLB All Star Weekend. So I've been keeping tabs on that story, even outside of obviously Locked On Kraken. It's not a direct yeah. with, with Locked On Kraken, but I think that's going to be amazing. There's just some yeah really great stuff that Seattle is doing. I have been going to Seattle for years, even before the Kraken came through. And what I enjoy about what the city is trying to do is really embrace uh, all of the, the cultural elements, you know, those that have, that are older or, you know, a part of the city's iconic history and also as the city changes. And I think the sports landscape has really embraced that. I know the Wiki brothers, at least on our end have. So I always look for those stories, obviously being a, a black woman and a Latina in sports media. So I love to see that. And I'm really excited for that. But, um, you know, I I also want to get into a little bit about what we saw from the M's. You know, I've talked on Locked on Kraken before I was following what was happening. We talked about, of course, the run this past season, uh, even the season before that, when I was actually out in Seattle, we were getting ready for our first training camp. But you, you mentioned it, that this is something uh, in the All-Star Weekend and, of course, now the Winter Classic that this city really needs and deserves when it comes to the M's and how they've been performing and what the trajectory is for next season, Ty. You know, what can you tell Kraken fans uh, about what to expect about their Mariners?
1: Yeah, the Mariners are in a great spot right now. Probably the best start uh, spot that they've been in since the early 2000s um with young guys like Julio Rodriguez and Cal Raleigh and George Kirby and the, the list goes on and on and on. There are so many names and faces that made uh this past year just incredible to to watch. Um it was uh, an honor honestly to kind of just help tell their story over the course of this year. Uh this team that that made history that um you know broke the drought in the way that it did and um played in you know wound up playing in one of the greatest playoff games of all time honestly two Mm -hmm. of the greatest playoff games of of all time uh if you uh want to count the uh the 18 inning uh slog against the uh the astros we don't want (laughs) to remember that though uh (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean it was just an incredible story and and um even with you know guys like Mitch Haniger, Adam Fraser, etc., uh, exiting this offseason. They've brought in players like Colton Wong and Teoscar Hernandez, uh, who are going to uh, energize this ball club and bring a lot to this ball club. Uh, and I think uh, fans are going to be very, uh, very excited to get to know those guys uh, and see what they can do. I've been a long, I've been a fan of uh, Teoscar Hernandez for a long time. Of course, I live in Toronto. He he's played for the blue jays the last few years he's a lot of fun to watch and he's going to bring a lot to this team i believe and they're still not done right like they have you know left uh they basically haven't done anything with free agency right they they and there's a whole discussion that can be had about that we won't get too far into the weeds (laughs) about that on this show um but uh they are still far better than they were Uh, last opening day and I think that's the most important thing here and there's still a lot of time for them to uh, go out on the trade market and see if there's anything else they can add right now the big target is Brian Reynolds of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates outfielder he's going to cost a lot and I don't know if they actually have uh, what it takes to uh, to land him but if Mm. they did they'd be in a pretty nice spot to uh to start really really coming after the Astros and uh giving them some problems. So uh fun times in Seattle and I think that we're uh, we're getting pretty close to this team contending for a, for an, a World Series.
0: Oh yeah, well we can't wait to mm-hmm. see it. Of course, this is that time of year for you and your podcast while we're kind of just ramping up and really getting into the meat of the season, but we will have the trade deadline coming just in a few months, and I know Ty, you've you've got some questions regarding that, so we're going to get into that next. But uh, I would be remiss since we're talking about the Mariners and their roster, I have to of course mention Elon University legend George Kirby. <laughs> That's, right,
1: that. That's right, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right.
0: You know, I got my Elon. I, I went to Elon University. It's in North Carolina. Uh, awesome. So you know, we share that bond as well as Seattle sports. But um, you know, and I, I'm I pick up the magazine um, and there's a story on, on Kirby in there. So it was awesome that we we got to do this squad cast right then, but all right, Ty, we're going to, you're going to uh, put me in the hot seat here. We're going to talk a little bit about, well, the Seattle Kraken roster, you know, your most pressing questions as a new hockey fan, you've got a team to root for now. So uh, we'll have you fire away coming up next on this crossover or squad cast episode of locked on Kraken and locked on Mariners. All right, we are down in the home stretch, as they like to say in baseball. <laughs> so uh let's do it, Ty. You've got some questions, uh, and uh hopefully I'll I'll do all right holding it down for the Kraken fan base. But uh, what are your most burning questions uh for, for me uh, regarding the Seattle Kraken?
1: All right, so all of these are probably gonna be more so personal than for like the <laughs> entire fan base, but okay, you know what? We're we're just I'm I'm gonna make use of my time here, right?
0: All right.
1: So, <laughs> First question, though. First question doesn't have to do with the Kraken. I'm going to my first hockey game tomorrow, like I said. any any tips any like what should i do like what do i do with my hands what 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 do i do at a hockey game what am i supposed to do i've never been to a hockey game before i I have no idea how to act also i'm i'm going to be in enemy territory right it's the it's the least it's scotia bank arena i'm not yeah i like i'm i'm the enemy there so what what do i do
0: (laughs) okay well first things first if you own any seattle gear i highly recommend you wear it because uh Root Sports is probably going to pick you up. I love the segment that they do, and they like pan the audience and they look for the Seattle fans. So that's number one. I right. I can't guarantee it's the safest thing, but I, I know Toronto fans are pretty intense. But you're I think in it's the nice. other
1: conference, like <laughs> that, come on, like
0: like we
1: only see each other twice a year. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm with
0: you. I'm with you. And, and let's be we you know real, what? we're
1: never going to see each other in the cup.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not now. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm totally with you. I feel like if you if you have sporting gear you either bought it or it was given to you you have every right to wear it anytime yep. you want now what i will say is i made the very big mistake of wearing it was like a crossover baseball hockey thing and so i'm thinking all right i'll wear a uh, it, it was from the brooklyn cyclones so this is a team that plays you know in the middle of summer and i'm mm-hmm. thinking all right i'm gonna go i'm wearing a hockey jersey it's gonna be fine i'll, I'll be warm it'll be great i still have my coat no, I was absolutely freezing. Just in case it's not evidently clear, the thickness and the way you make a, a hockey jersey for a baseball team is completely different than a hockey jersey for a hockey team. So I don't know about you, but I don't like being cold. So I would just dress appropriately, make sure that yeah, you know, you have a few layers. Uh, that's for sure. As far as what to do with your hands, honestly, it's not dissimilar to going to a baseball game you know mm-hmm. that every arena has their thing um you know and it, it's i think it's going to be a good time so i think uh things move a lot quicker we're used to you know being able to stretch and uh just kind of watch things just percolate nice and slow more of a simmer uh things move faster in hockey so you definitely yeah. got to know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in and out of there. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna like go at seven and I'm gonna be out at like nine thirty. It's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it it's fine. And there's two seventh inning stretches. You should probably know that yep. they call them intermissions. So you know it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'll, it'll be great.
1: It'll be great. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wear my cracking away jersey. You know, hoodie, all yes. that good stuff. It's gonna be great. Yes. It's gonna be great. Yes, all right. do it. <laughs> all right, let's let's talk about our boys. uh okay. So. The, the one thing that I'll say about the Kraken in general is like, so I, I cover the Seahawks, I cover the Mariners. I'm just keeping it casual with the Kraken and I'm staying there. And I like that. You know, I've been enjoying just watching the Kraken as a fan and reacting just as a fan. I don't have to think critically about it. It's been great. However, I love roster construction, I love roster building, I love transactions, I love all that stuff. We talk about it all the time on Locked On Mariners, being my co host, Colby. We just love that stuff. I want to know because the Kraken are contending right now. They're in a playoff spot. Season ended today. They're in a they're in a playoff spot. I know the deadline's coming up in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. What can we realistically look for, considering where this team is right now in its development? A lot of young guys mm-hmm. still kind of just trying to figure it out. You know how this roster is ultimately going to come together. But what do you do in a year like this?
0: That's a great question, and it's something that. I definitely have my inklings and my opinion on, but I honestly am not sure what Seattle's gonna do. I have been saying anyone who listens to Locked on Kraken Kraken for like five seconds knows that I am not pleased with how